Welcome to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. In this podcast, I'm coming at you to deliver you a weekly dash of creativity to make your homeschool exciting for your kids, but for you too. We're going to explore all of the different ways to creatively homeschool. Games, field trips, unit studies, writing activities, kid businesses, art, and more. I'm your host, Julie Soule, longtime homeschool mom, shenanigan enthusiast, espresso drinker, and founder and co-owner of Soul Sparklets Art. I've helped thousands add creativity and joy to their homeschool, and I'm ready to help you too. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. I've been taking my girls to museums ever since they were really, really tiny. And, you know, it can be a daunting task. Little kids in an art museum where you're yelling, don't touch. You want to make sure that they're not running around or yelling things at the top of their lungs. And it can feel a little bit nerve wracking when maybe you want to just look around and you want them to be able to see and appreciate different artists. You want to be able to point people out. And you're kind of wondering, how do I do that? So I have five fun games that I've used in the past with my own kids when visiting art museums, and sometimes I still use one of these. So I wanted to share these with you today. In the event that you have a field trip planned to an art museum, whether it's this summer, this fall, or in the winter when you're just trying to stay warm. So the first one is a painting scavenger hunt. So you can get one of those maps and often museum maps will show you, they can't show you every single piece of art at the museum, but they can show you some prominent ones. For example, if they happen to have a Van Gogh or a Monet, they might have a picture of that. And you can challenge your kids to find five of those. Another thing you can do if they don't have a map like that is you can go inside one of the art museums Go into the shop first and purchase a little pack of postcards or a little book with some of the paintings inside. Art museum shops have art-themed gifts, but they also have gifts that are related to the items and the work that you're going to see. So this can be a really great way to do a scavenger hunt, and it can be low prep for you. Postcards usually aren't very much. And kids will be able to match them up with what they're seeing as they go through the museum. It's an object scavenger hunt. So depending on the art museum that we're visiting, I used to love to give my kids something specific to look for. So I thought I was being funny. And when I was in the National Gallery in London years ago, so my youngest was four And I told her to look for skulls. Now, I was pretty sure that there weren't going to be that many skulls in the paintings, so this is going to be a hard scavenger hunt. And I believe I told my oldest to look for lions. Now, we just happened to go through the Renaissance and medieval areas of the National Gallery, and you might know that there's a lot of skulls and actually a lot of lions in those paintings. And hearing your four-year-old yell out skull excitedly in the middle of a museum was definitely one of the highlights. Now, you can pick what you have kids look for, but in particular, lions in medieval art, if you don't know this already yourself, they did not really know what a lion looked like. So if you've ever gone to the medieval section of a museum, this is something for kids and something for you. Take a look for those lions and you will get a lot of laughter out of this experience. And this is also a really great time to chat with kids, you know, as they're drawing and they expect to draw everything perfect. 
The people who painted those lions thought they were drawing and painting those lions perfectly, but they look nothing like lions. So just a little side note on lions in medieval history. Okay, game number three. What were they thinking? So artistic interpretation can take on a bit of a new twist when you ask your kids to interpret some of the abstract art. So not only what do you think it is and what do you see, but ask them, what do you think the artist was actually thinking when they painted it? And how were they feeling? Abstract art can be really interesting with kids. Some kids will be very surprised at what pieces are hanging in museums. And so asking them what they were thinking when they painted it, you get some really fascinating answers from that. And once they have their ideas, then you can take them up and read the little sign saying a little bit more about it. My kids were always really surprised. They look at a piece and then they find out that the the painting's supposed to be a violin or a bear in a meadow. And they're always really, really surprised. And they will take, you know, those stuff back and take a second look. Okay, game number four, rename the paintings. You might have noticed if you've been in an art museum before or recently that a lot of the paintings say something called untitled. And that's great. It gives you an opportunity. Kids will have so much fun giving a name to these pieces of art. They'll really have to take a look at the colors, the style, what they think it is. You get some really fun names. This is a really great way to tie in art and writing also. But you can have them pretend that they've discovered the piece or that they just painted it themselves and ask them, if you had to title this piece, what would you call it? And I remember one of my favorites is my youngest decided that one of the paintings, one of the abstract pieces needed to be titled A Big Bowl of Donuts. So you just really never know what your kids are going to come up with. Okay, game number five. One way that we often capture one of our museum visits is with funny pictures, especially next to certain paintings and sculptures. Please make sure that your children know not to get up too close to these paintings and to these sculptures. But they love pretending, especially with these big ones, in the National Gallery in London. I think there was a sculpture where it was a giant arm and it looked a lot like a fist. So my oldest decided to stand in front of it looking like she had been hit and she looked shocked. Or in front of a sarcophagus, my kids love to lie down next to it and look like they are a mummy. They always look forward to finding those sarcophagi. But this doesn't have to just apply to art pieces like the scream. Anytime you see a really, really fun expression in a painting, kids can have fun mimicking it. And you can get a photo of them with the painting if photography is permitted there, of course, and have some fun. And it's a really fun memory for them to drag up later. So those are five fun ideas. Just to recap, a painting scavenger hunt where you're looking for specific works of art, an object scavenger hunt where you're looking for something specific in the paintings or works. Number three, what were they thinking? Having them try to determine what they see in abstract art pieces before they read the sign. Number four, rename the paintings. For all of those paintings that say untitled, have them give them a new name. 
And finally, number five, strike a pose. Capture those moments at the art museum with some funny pictures. Okay, everyone, hope you enjoyed those games for your next museum visit, whether that's tomorrow or not for another six months. Until next time. that are running away from writing instead of toward it, chances are you're feeling a little bit frustrated. But that's because so many writing programs out there have kids writing things like, tell me about your bedroom, instead of things that kids actually want to write. So I'd like to introduce you to the Delicious Diner course. What is it? It's a writing course for kids. It gets them writing effortlessly. They're having fun. They're creating their own delicious diner by marketing, writing help wanted ads, writing recipes, menus, learning about floor plans, writing, grammar, typing, entrepreneurship, and it's all through using Canva. There's even the first section of the course where I'm going to teach kids how to use Canva and how to get started. And if you're not familiar with Canva, you might really like watching it too. Canva is a graphics design software. You can use it completely for free. There is a paid version. You do not need the paid version in order to have fun with this course. But as an introductory offer, we are offering it for $10 off instead of $29. You can grab it for $19. It's a one-time purchase. It's for the entire family. Check the link in the show notes for the link to learn more and sign up and make sure to come hungry.